It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get ready for the best hour of your grid day. You heard it here first. The best hour of your day on Sports Grid starts now. With your host, Kevin Walsh. One of the easy ones, Donnie, where you look at it and the complaint starts to be, how about not that that for more? You know what I mean? Like, and Donnie Wrightside. And I would like to see all the weight and anger and might of the NCAA slash Big Ten smash that program into smithereens for the next three years. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Oh, we got big doings today. You have come to the right place at the right time. The Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. This is Moneyline. Donnie Wrightside along with Kevin Walsh. We got things like the game of the year tonight in the NFL. We got mm-hmm. things that we should be talking about like FSU coming in number 20 now in the country with zero chance to win a national championship. It should not be included in the college football playoff and much, much more, Kevin, over the next oh, hour. Are, are you ready for this? Are you ready for the hype? Are you ready for it? Chief, so I don't want to derail it, but boy, that's uh-huh. easy to slay down the college football landscape that I'm not too, <laughs> I'm not too pleased about, my friend. And here, now, hear me out on this. Ben and I are doing the morning show, right? So we're going over stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to analyze like what actually makes sense, and you know, some smart bets that sometimes just click in your head. And I, I, I already placed a wager. And I think Ben said once he gets to, you know, New Jersey, because for some reason he can't bet on any props in the state of New York, which is ludicrous, he will make this same wager. So before I was making the wager, I said, you know what? This is going to be a great bit here. And it's not even supposed to be a bit. There's a guy in the room that really likes Jaden Daniels. And I'm going to show up and go, you know what? <laughs> Bo Nix is the Heisman Trophy winner, and I bet that this morning. And he's going to be upset. Why? But it's not a slight at somebody taking Jaden Daniels, who I actually think is the best football player in the country. But when I look at Bo Nix and the schedule he has moving forward, he beats Oregon State, and then he goes to beat Washington. 1,000% he will win the Heisman Trophy. Your thoughts? Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, I have a piece of Bo Nix before the Colorado game because you knew that that was going to be a heavily watched game and and that all kind of played out as anticipated here. My thing with this, Donnie, is I I really wish that we could have a fun conversation on who wins the Heisman Trophy if it is not Bo Nix. 
But apparently it is going to go to a player who I genuinely believe, people think this is a bit maybe, does not belong anywhere near the conversation in Jaden Daniels. He doesn't belong anywhere near it. Like, Donnie, people go, oh my God, did you just see what he did last week? Donnie, you've been watching college football longer than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What legitimate Heisman candidate in the end of Never November had a Heisman moment? Is Donnie is throwing touchdown passes in the fourth quarter against the Sun Belt team? No, real quarterbacks, Donnie, didn't play in the second half. Mm-hmm. Who cares that he had 500 yards and eight? T- I'm, I'm, I don't care that he had 500 yards and eight touchdowns against Georgia State. Donnie, if Kirby Smart played Georgia State next week and he said, Kirby, all that matters is Carson Beck throws for 506. Okay, done in the first half. Done in the first half, no problem. But that's not what real football teams do. And it's why only real football teams are supposed to put Heisman contenders in the mix. And apparently, LSU and Jaden Daniels are going to break this Heisman trophy. It's a real shame for the sport. Real shame. Yeah, we haven't had it because we thought, you know, Caleb Williams, who, again, went by the wayside, fantastic quarterback. But, you know, you're a quarterback, so you do get a lot of the the, uh, praise. But also, you're supposed to get a lot of the, well, he can't stop the other team's defense. No, no, no. His job is to outscore the other team's defense. And as long as he does that, you will win the football game. So, and that's where it boils down to. But you're right about that. It's because again, I'm not week in, week out. Let me see what's coming up in the future. And I said to myself, Ben, well, who does Jaden Daniels have moving forward? He's got A&M and that's it. Well, A&M stinks. And I don't care if he throws for 475 yards and six touchdowns, which LSU season is now coming down to. Can we just get this guy as many statistics as possible? Which again, is part of the game and why you might win the Heisman. But if I'm just being honest with Bo Nix, ripping six tutties in you know conference play last week and sitting out the second half, and then going like, okay, well, what's his pathway to victory? I don't know. Top 20 team win, and then beating a top three, top four team. Once you get to them in the Pac-12 championship, he throws he throws a combined six touchdown passes between those two games, and they win them both. He walks away with the easy, easy Heisman Trophy. Don, he shouldn't have to throw any touchdowns to beat Jaden Daniels. This is ridiculous. He's doing Heisman poses against the worst Power 5 defense in college football in Florida. He's a clown show. Listen, this this Jaden Daniels thing is truly, truly pathetic, and it's a bad look for the sport. People say, oh, Caleb Williams didn't make the CFP last year. He was in the Pac-12 championship game with a win and would have been in. That's what would have happened in that scenario. And the closest contender was C.J. Stroud, who did not make his conference championship game. But that was because Michigan was unbeaten. Not because he's got three losses. He's lost every big game he's played. Like, honestly, like, Michael Penix was in there rips Oregon, who I actually think is the second-best team in the country. And I'm talking about, like, let's just say 41. It's Georgia by a mile. After I I saw the game on Saturday and said I had no idea that Brock Bowers was even coming back to college football, and you could have told me that he went – on a vacation for three weeks and just yeah. reappeared again. He looks as dominant as he did before. They are going to smash everybody outside of Oregon. I got Oregon number two. I got Georgia number one. It's not close. Now, here, you'll like this, too, because we'll tune this up for a little bit later. It's fun. We're talking a little college football with the game of the year NFL tonight. Trust me, we have plenty of time to get on that. But I said to Ben this morning, I said, you know what? For all the people that say Michigan is a very good football team, I don't disagree. 
Yeah. But it's not the greatest look in the world when you say, yeah, man, our quarterback's really good. Well, he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in three straight games now in the Big Ten. And you know what I equated it to, Kevin? I'm not saying it's on the same level. But do you remember the second half of the Penn State game where they rallied around we didn't have to throw a football pass, a forward pass in a close football game? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I go, no, that's not awesome. That means you don't actually trust your quarterback. <laughs> because if you did, they would have obliterated Penn State in the second half with play action, did whatever they wanted to. So I went back into the coffers and go, Remember how everybody rallied around Bill Belichick and how awesome it was that they beat the Buffalo Bills by throwing three passes? Mm -hmm. And Kevin and I said in the back of our head, that just means Mac Jones actually might just stink in the NFL and they don't trust him. No, 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 no. Greatest game plan of all time. Sure, the greatest game plan of all time is don't let your quarterback throw the football because that's the best chance you have at victory. That's exactly the vibes I get from Michigan. Michigan is very good, but they don't have a signal caller that I believe can, you know, go up against the Bo Nicks or if they face a Michael Penix, that's like, you ever think my coach would tell me not to sling it in the second half of a close football game, yeah, that's going to come back to roost. I don't disagree. I think the... The thing is, Donnie, Ohio State might also not be able to do much of anything in that game, right? Like that's no, kind a, of the, I can't the wait idea. for that game because we're going back to the Big Ten the way it was supposed to be played on Saturday, and that's why I'm excited Are for we? that football game. This isn't five wide, let's run it up and down, uh, let's use the clap offense. This is, I'm about to have double, dual fullbacks on the field with three tight ends <laughs> and just go smash mouth football with an occasional play action pass out to Marvin uh, Harrison. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't, I mean, listen, I, I'm not looking forward to that. Look, since we did the whole thing on college football anyway here, all, here's all I'm going to say. I got a Florida State future. They only have two games left. If we played a full season of, or, or like six weeks of football, Donnie, without mm -hmm. Travis and you could tell they were yeah. bad, okay, yep, fine. It, no, no, no. We don't know that. It's, a, it's an do. assumption. It's an assumption, and you can't take them out because of it. Put me on that committee. Florida State doesn't even say Florida State this weekend is number 10. This weekend. They'd be like, you know what? Let me see them against Louisville coming up or against Florida. We might be able to move them up. They can go undefeated for all I care. They're not making it in the top four, and that's the issue right now. That's the issue that we have. If there was 12, they'd be in. There's four. They're out. I don't care what they win out at this point here. We got hot topics all the way through. Stick it right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll 
Get money, people. Bet Bo Nix, plus 150 at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now. I think it's the best across the board there. Some outlets said Jaden Daniels, minus 125, plus 110s, but he's the favorite just about everywhere you go. We'll see if that changes here. Now, granted, we are going to talk this game and why you should be betting also. Julio Jones is scoring anytime touchdown, about an 8-1 to price. But we will save that for a little bit later. Let's finish up on this college because we have... The final weekend in the regular season, per se, that matters, right? You are going to have a wicked game. The game, Saturday at noon, Thanksgiving weekend, for all the marbles in the Big Ten. And I know what we're going to get out of this, because it looks like, and typically every year, we always head for chaos. Ohio State is going to get beat this weekend and then try to say the only team we lost to this year was Michigan, therefore we should be in the playoff. I know you love that scenario. Or vice Mm -hmm. versa. Michigan gets upset by Ohio State and goes, you can't leave us out. We rolled everybody, lost by a point or whatever to Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Ohio State won the Big Ten. That's our only loss we deserve to be in. When we know that's not the case here. That's the SEC case. Because the SEC, you're allowed to get one loss. And you can go into arguments and say, did you see who we played? Seven straight ranked opponents here. We lost one of them. Oh, well, let us in this championship or slash this tournament here. And also, the Big Ten's missing out here, Kevin. You know what they should do? I'm telling you right now. Look, me as the commissioner of all these leagues makes so much sense. I'm rewriting the rules right now in the Big Ten that the West doesn't even get a piece of the Big Ten championship. We're going east versus east. We're going east versus east. That's the way it should be. It's the way it should be. Because you want to know why? You want to know what that that does? Keeps the Big Ten out of the college football playoff. Michigan beats them. Yeah, but Tony, you just said if you were in charge of the Big Ten, you would hurt the yes. Big Ten. No, I no. wouldn't. I would say you're in charge of the NCAA. I would acknowledge maybe. wrongs. I would say, look, next year no. at least we'll have UCLA, and then we'll have a little next year, case I think of they are uh, getting rid of. By the way, where's right? Oregon going next year? Who's where's, is Oregon Big Twelve? Where are they going? I don't. I think they're Big Ten, right? Are they big, I think they're Big Ten. Did Oregon go Big, big Ten too? Oh, I, sound I like thought that, so. Man. Let's see, like that might be. Don't make me a Big Ten fan in the future because if they're doing it the way they're supposed to, we're like, hey, Iowa. You think guys think you're funny with that offense? You're now in the East next season because we got a couple more teams that are deeper in the West than you. Like, that would be great. Like, you want to talk, like, Iowa fans, I, I, and I, I say this with a lot of love and care. If you are Iowa, you should never fire Kirk Ferentz because your ceiling is Kirk Ferentz, and it's never going to get higher than that. You fire him and think you can go five wide, you end up winning three games a season, but maybe that would be more fun. Now take that out of the equation. The Big Ten should be like, hey, this is embarrassing football. You're moving over to the east, and so is is Northwestern in the east or the west? I think they're in the east, aren't they, or the west? Northwestern's in the west. They're in the West. Yep, so put them in the East, too. Like, completely embarrass those schools like they're Vanderbilt. Treat those two teams like they're Vanderbilt and just get their heads smashed in by moving against better competition. And then I'll be on the Big Ten side. I like that. There you go. Said my piece. All right. I mean, I don't – are they – Are they? they're not getting rid of the divisions next year in the Big Ten? I don't know what they're doing, actually, to be honest. I would love if they got rid of it. They should have any divisions because that will keep bogus championship games that are layups. It wasn't designed to be that way, but it's almost like saying uh, – let's just say in Major League Baseball, right? I don't know. The Phillies, the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, and Toronto are in one side. Then you just have teams like, I don't know, the Kansas City Royals and, you know, mid-major type and Major League Baseball teams the other side. Like, wait a second. We gotta go through a war just to get into this game. But once we do there, it's a layup. Like, stop it. Balance that conference out. Yeah, I mean look, it certainly it is coming. I really, really hope that Lincoln Riley runs complete rough shot over those poor excuses of actual good football teams next year in the Big Ten. That's my <laughs> dream scenario. 
We'll see if it plays out. There's no way I don't end up with some of these Pac-12 teams, Donnie, in terms of futures next year. Like, I will end up picking a Pac-12 team to win the Big Ten next season. I mean, hot seat. James Franklin, where he got away with luck. I know no, I'm not, not at all. Michigan. I know I'm not, you know, Ohio State, but now you're actually going to bring quality football teams in here, and I'm going to expect to go, like, I don't know, 3-30 and over the next couple years against good football teams? That's tough scene for Penn State. But that's that'll be the test, right, Donnie? Like, if, if, if he goes out there, right, loses to Michigan, Ohio State, beats USC, beats UCLA, loses to Oregon, right? You know what I mean? So he goes two and three in those games? All right, this is fine. But if he goes one and four, it's like, all right, then we got ourselves a problem. Yeah, but some people are saying out there it's bad for the Big Ten to have more good teams. You're only supposed to have one or two. That's best for college football at this point. So Mm -hmm. We'll see how it plays out. But for my money, I'm looking forward to the Big Ten next year. As long as they either, A, get rid of the divisions, then it'll be nice because it'll be feast or famine. You're either good or you're not. Who's going to make it in? Top two teams go play in the Big Ten championship, and that's the way it always should be. I just Because when you get to the SEC championship game, you're like, hey, man, look at this. Like, Look at this Mm -hmm. game on the horizon right now. This is going to be fun. Even this year, Kevin. The Pac-12 championship, hey, man, you know what? This is going to be a lot of fun. The Big Ten championship, why is it? It's, that should be the 11 a.m. football game on championship Saturday, the Big Ten championship. 11 a.m. <laughs> like, usually reserved I mean, for, like, the Sun Belt, right? Like, no, no, Big Ten takes that spot. Listen, I, I, am, I would love nothing more, though, than the winner of that game to find a way to lose to Iowa in the Big Ten title game. That, that is I know I'm being facetious scenario. here. Has the West ever won a Big Ten championship? I'm, 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 I'm being honest. Ben I'm being has honest, the statistics. Really it's been yeah. at least over a decade. Like, you know, Ben knows that all the time. I'm not dead. It's yeah. been at least over yeah. a decade since they've like. Because, I mean, every time I watch, it feels like, well, Ohio State has to beat, uh, I don't know, Purdue by 75. And like, you know what? Game up 76 nothing. You see what I mean? Like, uh, the, the Big Ten championship game shouldn't be an infomercial on why your team should get into the playoff. It should be like, man, that was a tough game. We were lucky to win it. Thank God we're in the national championship as opposed to look, this is Ohio State's last chance. They got to win by 50. I was like, wait a second. How's it possible? Oh, yeah, they just did it. No, I... I don't know that that whole conference. Like Don's like, oh man, the four best defenses in college football all are in the Big Ten. It's like you don't think that maybe says something about <laughs> yes. the offenses that are in that. Come on, exactly, man. Like, like I know think- people like, hey, f- hey, Iowa, man, what a great defensive coordinator. Well, it's pretty easy to play defense when the other team gets three possessions because you run the clock out on offense. Yes, your defense is going to look sensational at the that only, point. But they gave up thirty-one to Penn State, the only team they yeah. played with a pulse. Like, what are we doing Correct. here? Correct. Crazy. Craziness. Now, let's just keep hating on Mondays here. Big big football game tonight. Eagles, Chiefs. We got the rest of this hour to talk about it. We got tonight's pro football today, which is going to be fantastic. The game of the year, and we get it on a Monday night. Fantastic for you people. Bad for DRS because he won't see 75% of the game because <laughs> he will be in his car. But that's, what we, that's the price we pay yeah. for bringing the good content to the people out here. Now, having said that, the Pittsburgh Steelers, embarrassing stink. I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. And Najee is ready to just like overheave the entire bus and say, get me out of here. I watched a lot of that for football game yesterday and I came away from it going these two teams actually play in the NFL this is the dilemma we have once we get past like real starting quarterbacks that game was so bad that right up to the end I'm saying like this is going to end 10-10 and be hilarious you got DTR finally stepped up he was brutal the entire football game but when it mattered he delivered was he four or five in the last drive like 40 yards gets him in the field range that's what you need but forget about Cleveland because I expected that hey let's play good defense Uh, let's see our young quarterback see if he can just like mature out there and he did 
The Pittsburgh offensive game plan, and I don't know if it's just me. I watch it and say to myself, mm-hmm. you're solid at running back. You saw Warren go like 80 yards for a touchdown yesterday. He's a, he's a backup. you got two legitimate yeah. running backs here. Wide receivers, Deontay Johnson, who's a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver. Pickens is a really good young football player. Farmuth is a solid tight end. Kevin, they can't move the football, and I can't figure out if it's the quarterback who has a pop gun arm, or they just run routes and like everybody run ten yards and stop. I, I've never seen it in my life, and the fact that Mike Tomlin and that organization is like, yeah, kind of will get it worked out together. That team six and three was an indictment already. We laughed, but after yeah. that football game Sunday, where you're supposed to, and I'm not saying a layup, you're supposed Kenny Pickett is supposed to be like, hold on now, you had a rookie quarterback back there on that offense. Yeah, I'm going to win this game by scoring seventeen, and the Steelers go, ooh, seventeen. Boy, that's tough. Yeah, no, it's it's embarrassing. There's no two ways about it. Oh, my and goodness. It's one of those things, Donnie, like we give Tomlin a world of credit, and he deserves it because, right, because, oh, we always find a way. And he is a def- defensive guy. At least that's, you know, where he cut his teeth, obviously. But don't end up Belichicking yourself now. He Look, easy, <laughs> e- listen, easy scapegoat if this goes wrong. Fire Matt in Canada, get a legitimate offensive coordinator in, and you might have you some juice. Yeah, but but that's what like Donnie, don't don't go Bill Belichick here and run it back with Pickett in Canada next season and say, Hey, come on now, we won nine <laughs> games and made the playoffs. Oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a gutty football program. No, it's common. And by the way, I saved up a lot of hate for this. And I preface this by saying I won more money on Sunday than on any other Sunday this football season, but I think I lost the war. Thank you, Commanders. We'll be back to talk. Uh... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pro Football Today, we do it on Sundays. We have best bets. We're on a great streak. We even hit 66% this weekend. But i got to tell you a funny story. I always joke about, like, yeah, you know, this could happen, like, before I get to the car. And the reason I bring this up is we end the show at 1. It's usually about, like, one ten by the time I get to my car. I get in there, I look at my phone. It's 7 nothing Arizona. Rondell Moore, 44-yard play. I could 
couldn't remember because those wide receivers run together in Arizona. I said, Kevin just hit his bet. Before I even got to my car, what a start that is. But I was driving, so I couldn't like go back in our notes and find what it was. So I figured it was just there. And then I was like, hold on, I'm like, what does that chicks have? So I go back and check it wasn't there. Yeah. And then you said the tweet at the end of the day by the time I was like, you know, just settling in. Multiple wide receivers get 18 yards, but your guy on the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. When I thought you had a winner before I started my so car going home. Tell the people yeah. what you had and how that felt for you watching it. Hollywood Brown, longest catch over 21 and a half. <laughs> Basically, the first play of the game is a 48-yard touchdown yes. pass from Kyler. And I go, oh, my God, can we have the greatest day of our lives? And it wasn't him. And But you know how it goes. You go, who cares? He's firing deep shots. I know this Texans secondary yes. is a bit vulnerable. We're fine. And then they just proceed to never target Hollywood Brown again. Greg Dortch gets involved there. And it's one of those things where it's like, I, finest. I guess we're going to do this thing where Arizona complains they don't have wide receivers, but they don't actually target <laughs> their most talented wide receiver. And that was basically how the entire day played out for me. Like, I, I listen, people don't need to hear about a million things that went wrong uh, and complaining, but can I give just one quick story, Donnie? And incredibly, yes. it actually came from the NBA last night. Mm-hmm. So again, really, really bad Sunday. In fact, a pretty bad weekend for me overall. Picks weren't good, uh, unfortunate, but it is what it is. Watching the Lakers game at the half, and AD has 14 points, right? Rockets can't mm-hmm. stop him. He's plus 780 to score, th- to score 30 at halftime of the game. He scored 13 third-quarter points. He's at 27 now. (laughs) And it was a close game. It wasn't even like they won by 40. It was very close. Mm -hmm. He proceeded to score zero in the fourth quarter and fouled out with three minutes left. Uh, It was... The most sickening thing I've watched. It it felt like maybe my my, my entire life. Sheesh. Just a tough scene all the way around out there at that point. Uh, I did. I do, the one thing I thought I was going to lose yesterday, and by the way, this is like the opposite end of the spectrum where everything I pressed hit except for Josh Allen over 27 and a half rushing yards. I probably like that one the most. I had James Conner over 57 and a half rushing yards. He's right. going wild, but they're down double digits at the half. I'm like, watch this. I've seen it so many times. And he actually did the thing, Kevin, where he got to 59 yards, then lost like three yards on one carry. I was like, I know how this. <laughs> plays out. And also, do you know what other one I had which won by the skin of its teeth? 19 and a half. Dorian Thompson and Robinson rushing yards. He finished with 20. And you know what I kept saying to myself? He had 20, Kevin, midway through the third quarter. The game was 10 to 7. And I said, I know how this plays out. So mm. you could... I cheered so hard for the Pittsburgh Steelers to try to tie it up, and they did. Yep, Once yep, they yep. made it 10 to 10, I felt like I was in the clear. But you know what I started to sweat at the end of the game, Kevin? There was about maybe 30 seconds to go, and it was one of those places where it's like, okay, we're on, I don't know, the right hash at the 20. Hey, kicker, where do you like this ball? Put me on the left hash. Hike, three-yard loss, left hash it goes. It never came down to that. Loved it. So there was a couple plays I got by the skin of my teeth, which did include a four-leg parlay. Jameer Gibbs, I liked him to score two touchdowns yesterday. He almost did by the length of a half of a football. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Are they even going to run this football again? The minute I saw five trot out there, I was like, there's a legitimate chance. And the announcers were going like, you could probably run the football here. And I'm screaming, listen to him. They did that shotgun handoff, and he blasted in the end zone, man. It was like a 10-alarm flame in my house because that's one for the good guys that you never should have got and absolutely hit yesterday. So I actually lost a little bit of money on that 
that, you know, because oh. I was like, the, it's fun when you take those, you know, level up type yeah. plays, sell me something. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to get two touchdowns, not one. It's like, can he do it? He doesn't get it, but I was watching him. I was like, oh, this is really interesting because I win either way. I actually won more money by losing that bet, which is not supposed to happen. Fantastic Never. day all the way around. It was so much fun. What's, it, what's more incredible about that, though, Donnie, is the world where Gibbs runs it in. It's yes. not a bad world, right? No, it's not. The only thing you couldn't have happen was a passing touchdown. <laughs> Correct. In what world, Donnie? Right, but think about this. In what world does a team in a you know two-minute drive, no timeouts, mm-hmm. not Correct. close it out with a touchdown pass? Correct. Only the yes. Detroit Lions. Only the Detroit Lions. Because the, the funny part about it was is when you – like I have usually, um, let's just say, a computer open. But when I get home, I have the, the uh, YouTube ticket. So I have it on the screen. Now, YouTube's a good minute and a half behind, it feels like. If you just change it to regular TV, it's like maybe 45 seconds behind FanDuel. So I actually looked at the update where they had the ball like the seven-yard line. I said to myself, "This is gonna, you're right, it's ending in a touchdown pass. Then I looked at my phone. It said first and goal from the one. Now, before the play even got underway for Gibbs, who was running the football, I was like, ooh, that's interesting. It must have been like a you know, pass interference in the end zone. Set it up at the one. When I saw the next play that happened in like a split second, Gibbs run up the middle, get turned around, and basically land on the goal line a half of a football short. I was like, oh, my goodness. This is going to end like the worst beat because who in the right mind would think? Like Detroit's probably going to be like, okay, if we have to run the football, it's going to be on the last play because it doesn't matter. We'll throw three fades here, and if it's fourth and six inches. At the, like, the next play is the only thing that counts. We'll run it in. Man, they handed a football off. It was such a, f- a phenomenal thing. But by the way, that's a really big win for Detroit. Because I was watching that game saying, ooh, this is going to give the NFC, like the 49ers and the Eagles, a little bit of breathing room. They're not supposed to lose to the Bears. That was a massive gut check win for Detroit when 99.5, I know everybody probably saw the tweet, the percentages in the favor of the Chicago Bears to win that game once they took that double-digit lead. Up and sm- I mean, Eber are you not a defensive guy? Same thing with Brandon Staley. Are you not, can you guys oh. ever rise up and call the right defense to stop somebody? Because the key drivers, you know, Kevin, with down two touchdowns, is not the final touchdown that actually overtakes them. It's the drive before. It's like, all right, let's go play defense. Oh, four plays, 68 yards in 32 seconds. Like, what are you doing out there on defense? But can I, this is going to sound like such a dumb question probably, Donnie. But how come every time a team needs to go into a hurry-up offense, all they do is march down the damn field? But teams never try and actually do that. Like, remember when Chip Kelly was like, well, I'm just going to go hurry up and move the football nonstop. You were like, you're actually killing your defense. <laughs> I understand you can't do it always, Donnie, but every other drive, like the Broncos, cannot score the football. Field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. Ah, we need a touchdown. All right, we'll get a touchdown. <laughs> Yeah. What is this? Go school more. What are you changes, doing? Yeah. What are you Everything doing? Everything gets ramped up. It is funny, too, because when you, you're you looking at this, it's the reason why the Buffalo Bills in the 1990s went to the K-Gun offense, because the rationale was right. It's like, Every time we go two-minute drill, boy, we really put it on the other defense. Why don't we start two-minute drill every – and they They never won a Super Bowl, but they were one of the dominant teams. But the thought process is right. Like, you practice and practice. Like, two-minute drill, let's run. We have a set of plays we use. We'll catch the defense off guard. And in the game, it's like, we're not doing that. That makes way too much sense at that point. But I feel you. Whenever one team's like, hey, look, we haven't done anything all game long. Goffs was throwing three touchdown passes. You put them in the two-minute drill, it's like, old hat, man. We go right down the field and just work this team. I don't. It, it, uh, it's just sometimes, man. With, with you watch these these football games play out, and, uh, and and we'll see tonight. I mean, obviously, can't wait for the game. There's oh, there's a lot on it, man. A lot on it. 
Uh, breaking news, Ravens tight end Mark Andrews is likely done for the season injury per John Harbaugh. That's Ari Miroff. And then it says, John Harbaugh said Mark Andrews has an outside chance to return this season. So I don't know which information well, we're getting good. from anywhere. But it uh, looks, oh, this was November 16th, the original tweet. Now this one says, further test on Ravens tight end Mark Andrews showed the ankle injury is not as bad as initially feared. There's an outside chance he could return at some point this season per John Harbaugh, which would be massive. I mean, you just sit yeah. this guy all the way through the end of December and say, okay, well, we might have a bye week. We might not. We might be at home. We can win it without you. But if you can get him back any way, shape, or form, that would be massive. Just like Brock Bowers for the Georgia Bulldogs coming back. I, you couldn't have told me he was hurt this season. Because when he got in, he's like, hey, kid, get ready for the draft. He's out for the year. Guy's back weeks before the SEC championship game. Yeah. I mean, you, you know that. You I hate know, these coaches. Like, we, we do our best to stay prepped on college football today. Yes. Correct. That Ole Miss game was a big game, one of our big, uh, biggest on the show. Might have been our game mm-hmm. of the week, honestly. Yeah. We never mentioned Brock Bowers' name once. <laughs> I didn't find out Brock Bowers was healthy until he scored a touchdown late in that game. I'm hold on a minute now. What is he doing out there? Is that real? Yes. Is there, does he have a Does he have a brother? <laughs> what the hell's going on? I mean, the other tight end does look similar to him, but you, you're right about that because I put I lost. I had a, a nine leg. Um, Boost on Saturday. Now the only two legs that lost were the Georgia game. Whoever, the, who's their top running back? Not, Georgia, not, not uh, Edwards yes. or Milton. I think it was Edwards. Whatever the guy who was priced the highest here, their better running back. He didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So I would. So which, and I'm going to preface this by saying, as it turns out, I was very happy that happened because you know how I got screwed in that game. How I was wasn't paying a ton of attention, but I see the odds. I said, man, you know what? McConkey's really good. Let me dumb him down to 40 yards. He's been phenomenal the past couple weeks. Bowers has been out. Everything's been fine. I turn the football game on, and I'm saying to myself, I don't even see this kid. So then I go on Twitter, and they go, "Uh, yeah, he came in the second drive, but he didn't look all that comfortable. like, what the heck is going on? Kevin, he played one snap in that football game, which that means if that running back on Georgia would have scored, I would have lost because the one play would have nullified it. So then I said, let me just go back and do my own homework on this. Post-game last week, Kirby Smart, they go, hey, you know what? Rolled his ankle in the game. Hey, trust me. He was going back in there. We didn't need him, so don't worry about him. All week long, no injury report, no nothing. Kirby Smart says, yeah, he's in. He's ready to go. No doubt about it. Kid played one play on Saturday. I can't take it anymore in some of those instances. And I guess I should have did more homework, but even if I did, I'm saying to myself, okay, Bowers, again, I have no idea if he's playing or not. I I didn't expect him back to the SEC championship game. I need a pass catcher for Georgia. I think they're going to move the football. The guy plays one play. Unbelievable, man. Nothing you could do about that. But you know what? Devon Achan yesterday. (laughs) Tough scene in the streets here. Yeah. It's not going to go as well as the Philadelphia Eagles based in Kansas City. Let's talk about it next. Get back in here on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I like that. Right back at it. Let's go. Rolling, 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 rolling tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs game of the year. You know what the NFL did right, Kevin? Which they didn't do right by the Eagles. Like, the Eagles get their bye week, and what do they do? Play another team on a bye week. But for the good of the game in the NFL. Years this has been this is, Yeah, this is fantastic for the NFL because so many primetime games we go, this guy's injured, that guy's out. And the Dallas Goddard's down. It's a big injury, but that's not even the central focus of the game. It's not on a Thursday night. It's not something ridiculous here. It's not an uneven advantage. Outside of being home, these two teams are coming in full tilt off a Super Bowl rematch. And if you, I, I keep telling this to Ben. He doesn't want to believe it. And I say this, I, I say this honestly, not even from a fan perspective. The Eagles beat the brakes off the Chiefs last year if that game was on a turf field. Beat the brakes off of that team. Pass rush getting home. That ankle ain't healing up mid-game. He is going to be like 300-pounders collapsing on him left and right. Every snap, every defensive end just fell down, and you could just stay in the pocket and do whatever you want. But granted, Eagles still blew a 10-point lead. You can't do that. Tonight, they match up. That field should be ready to go. Unless it rains, which there is some things, and the Eagles are flying by. Patrick Mahomes on the outside like they're on ice skates. There's no excuses tonight. I don't think this Chiefs team is as good as the Super Bowl team last year. Quite frankly, you might be able to say a little bit of the Eagles from a defensive end or defensive prospect, but having said that, the Eagles are getting back Roby tonight in that slot corner. And if you might say Bradley Roby, the former high first-round draft, mid-first-round draft pick, whatever it was a couple years ago, the Eagles have been rotating a menagerie, Kevin, of clown after clown after clown in that spot, and basically saying, guys, you got really good safeties. you got really good outside cornerbacks. you got unbelievable defensive line. But this one guy on the football field, we're going to seek him out left and right and just absolutely obliterate you. That's going to change tonight. And if there is rainy conditions, I do believe it favors the Philadelphia Eagles because also, Kevin, what have you looked at for the past three to four weeks with the Eagles? Team's still playing good football, moving it around, but you can clearly say, you know what? Hurts looks like he might be a step slower than what we usually think he is. Press conference this week, getting ready for the football game. Hurts, as you know, never likes to talk or give any information away. He says no brace and had a smile on his face. That's all I needed to see. Hurts' numbers should be fantastic tonight. Rushing and passing. There's no excuses. I don't care that the game is on the road. Andy Reid off a bye. By the way, I think Andy Reid off a bye, where the other team's off a bye, is only 2-2. Two and two. So that historical number gets knocked down a peg. This game should be so much fun. But I look at it and say, if it is that razor thin, I'm going to take the 2.5 points tonight. I think the Eagles have a legitimate chance to win. We'll be hanging around. And it just might come down to a late field goal in a one-point game, similar to what you saw in the Super 
Super Bowl. Tie game came down to a field goal. This is a spot where uh, there's there are threes out there very very available, Donnie. So I, I would yeah. certainly. You know, go get those. I would tell you this, with the way the Eagles are aggressive, we're right, with two-point conversions and things of that nature, because Sirianni is great. Mm-hmm. World or two-and-a-half points matter. I don't think it would surprise anybody. But I'm on the over in this game. And I, I trust me, you guys know, I don't say this braggadocious. It's just to give you an idea. Uh, I'm on it bigger than far usual. Uh, this number at 45-and-a-half to me is completely misguided. First of all, <laughs> This total was 51 last year in the Super Bowl in an absolute track meet. So we already were going to drop the number down because, well, Kansas City can't really move the football. All right, so first of all, Kansas City at home this year, their offense has been completely fine. With Kelsey at home, they averaged 30 points per game. They've only played four home games. One of them Kelsey was out for. You want to include that one? Fine. They still average almost 28 points per game. Eagles games this year where their opponent scores 20 are 5-1 and one of the over. The only under... It was a game they lost to the Jets because they scored 14. Eagles aren't scoring 14 points in this damn game. This game was also going to be 48, and I was going to be on the over at 48. Listen, this has been a consistent thing with me, this weather nonsense. Uh, it's the same thing with Wrigley Field, same thing everywhere. Oh, it's raining. How could these teams ever move the football? <laughs> Stupidity. You just knocked a field goal off of Eagles, Chiefs, because there could be some rain? Preposterous. I'm on the over, Donnie, 45 and a half, no hesitations. And I'll tell you what's no hesitations tonight, because you know how we like to get down. At least I say we. You know how I like to get down. Usually I'm betting quarterback props here. Rushing prop, you parlay. It's just, look, I haven't won one yet, and I keep losing by one side, and it's the side that you're not supposed to lose at all, which always <laughs> I get a little bit of a chuckle out. Yeah, but yeah. to be honest, I should have won on Monday, or last Thursday night. I'm like, Joe Burrow in the first drive of the game had like a seven-yard run. He yeah, needed 13. Lamar goes over that. That's a different game, and you know Joe Burrow was finally healthy with the calf, or at least appeared to be for the past couple weeks. He would have run for one more, specifically if they were down in that football game and needed the score. He should have done that. But I'm saying to myself tonight, and again, this is what I love. These are the ones that win. Hurts 37 and a half. Mahomes 25 and a half. It's no longer like, hey, one guy needs like nine yards. Like, you have to actually have two quarterbacks get after it on the ground to hit that. So it's one where I look at it and say, oh, I don't know if I want that. I don't bet that. These guys are ripping it off. And there's a really good chance, Kevin, that Mahomes actually rushes for more yards than Jalen Hurts tonight, if that makes sense. He's a sneaky Uh rusher, the quarterback, specifically in a game where you see a good pass rush. You saw him on a bum ankle in the Super Bowl run for like 30 yards on the last drive alone. Mm -hmm. So as I say to myself, boy, oh boy, I don't know if I want to bet that. I'm like, ooh, you know what? How can I not bet that? He's a big game runner. He's always been a big game runner. His regular season props compared to playoff props were always elevated. What you're seeing, though, this year is because their offense has been a little bit to, to be desired. He's kind of always playing in a big game now, closer games uh, of the nature. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I think Jalen getting loose tonight uh, is there. But look, I'll, look, the, the money can't be biased. Donnie was, always said that to me. I'm on Mahomes over the passing number, 284.5. He might throw for 350 tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. He just might. Because if you look this season, Donnie, quarterbacks that have thrown it 40 or more times against the Birds are averaging well over 320 passing yards per game. And when Mahomes has had volume in terms of attempts, he's had volume in terms of yardage. So I, I think there is potential that Mahomes tonight. This is what I keep coming back to, Donnie. The end of that game in Germany. Where Mahomes is being interviewed and he says, 
listen, I promise you we're going to get this offense right. Like, Donnie, the, the Chiefs don't usually go into the bye week saying, hey, how the hell do we figure out how to score points? That's what the bye week focus was, the offensive side of the football here. And that's why I, I'm not on a side. Because I think Kansas City could truly put up a 35-piece tonight. I really believe that, Donnie, which is, again, why I'm on the over. It's and if funny. they – but the Eagles will come along for that ride. and you, you are not leaving the Eagles at the doorstep, man. I actually think if the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes goes under his passing prop tonight. Because the only way to attack that Eagles secondary is when you're down 14 points in the fourth quarter, you switch cheese that team. It'll be interesting to see it play out here. But you know what? I'm on Twitter here, and I see a hashtag SG Moneyline for the people, which means our guy Extra Money, the X-Man, is calling in. He's on the line right now to deliver us a four-leg parlay Banger. at 15-1. to 1. Talk to us, mm. X-Man. Uh, we got college yeah. women's basketball. Ooh. The Florida Gators money line. We going hockey. Colorado Avalanche regulation. Miami Heat money line. Eagles mm. money yeah. line. He's on 15 the Eagles. 1. Yep. Let's do it. K Dub. It's K Dub. Simple 10 bucks pays back 161 tonight. Final string in that one. Philadelphia Eagles knocking it down. No other questions. Nope. I love it. Miami Heat in the mix there as well. By the way, women's college basketball game today. Impressive. Four o'clock start, K-Dub. Speaking of it, though, Maui Invitational. Yeah. Nobody cares. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I think think you should be kinder to these games, Donnie, because we we don't get these in college football, right? But we get them them in the college game. Purdue-Gonzaga today. Awesome game. Awesome game. We don't have to protect. Like, Don, just because it doesn't, like, these teams are going to still be there in March doesn't mean that we should be upset that we're getting great college teams playing head-to-head. That's awesome. We should be excited about that. By the way, for all the handicappers out there, uh, that game is not being played on Maui due to the fires. It was moved to the Big Island. So when you see that, and I saw a lot of people comment, and rightfully so, that gym was conducive to scoring, whether it be just the small landscape of it, the rims were really soft, teams got off in that building. I want to really? see if that change is going to a different yes. Because I saw it all oh, because I'm not paying that close attention to it. Do you know what I mean, Kevin? Like, usually, and we all know that Maui gym. It's a, you are seeing, like, the number one teams in the, the, the top ten teams in the country roll into there, and they're basically playing in a de facto high school gym. It's a, a unique, intimate setting where teams tend to go off. I want to see if that changes this year. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give people a pick because I won't be on game Ooh. time by the time. I'm on the under in the Gonzaga-Purdue game, Donnie. That's good. That number out of 150, that's what that makes me. I always love when, when DRS, the college basketball yeah. capper, comes back. You, you always keep him tucked away for a while. Yep. But if you look, Donnie, this, now it's so early, so I know this is a little dangerous, but mm-hmm. Gonzaga is not playing at the top 10 tempo we're used to. Early doors, but they're at 81 right now on Ken Palm. This is a last year's Gonzaga total to me here. Purdue plays it a little bit slower, uh, obviously, right, with all the bigs and, and what have you. And also last year, these teams met. You know, Purdue has seen a Gonzaga team. They were able to keep them in check. And I like what this Gonzaga team brings to the table. I think that totals a, a I actually, Donnie, believe it or not, have five bets on the college board. Four of mm-hmm. them are unders. Donald Trump. Ah. 
like four that. underrated wagers on the college board. Little, tra- little little change up in the scenario. I like that here. Now, well, let's yeah, get back to the good. basics here of this uh, NFL game. If we're looking from the prop market, right? Because I think we're in agreement here. The over 45 and a half seems short to us. Now, we might get some updates on the field. Hey, bad conditions, and it's supposed to rain the whole night, and that enters in. Well, let's take that out of the equation. Philadelphia Eagles getting two and a half points, three points. Let's take that out. The prop markets that you are going to want to attack tonight, at least for me, feel like that receiving market is wide open. MVS, 18 and a half. Isaiah Pacheco, 16 and a half. Rasheed Rice now getting a lot of respect at 46 and a half when weeks ago he was like 27 and a half. So I'm leaving out Travis Kelsey on purpose. Sky Moore, 16 and a half. Justin Watson, 26 and a half. Noah Gray, 26 and a half. And I know your angle. Are you still feeling it? Because his numbers actually, I think, gotten a little bit higher. <laughs> 60 and a half, Devonta Smith here is the mm-hmm. secondary option for the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. I got 58 and a half. Would still bet it at 60 and a half. But obviously, just get the best of the number when you can. Uh, I am feeling it still. Because here's what's... Because that is an elevated number, Donnie, right? Like, mm-hmm. when I talk about betting secondary guys, and it's, you know, Rasheed... Or not I shouldn't say. It's a... Who's a good example? Josh Palmer, right, on the Chargers, mm-hmm. and his prop is, yeah. is, you know, 45. It's way different. Yeah. Dallas Goddard missing this game, right? That obviously is, is massive because that elevates the workload now for A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith just naturally. So, because, I mean, Goddard can't play, right? I'm not, like, the, the question on Goddard is whether or not he's on IR, right? That's the question. Yeah, no, no, he's yeah, he didn't practice all week. He's he's already been officially ruled out. I don't think he's going to IR at all. They're just going to say, hey, no, if we can steal a week back from you, we're going to bring you back because the the injury wasn't serious. Like, oh yeah, you're going to re-injure. It just has to heal, and you're going to be back. It's not like okay, yeah. uh, eight week injury at that point here. Do you know what I keep looking for though in the wide receiver market? I'm not getting it anywhere. Is the is um, any Julio Jones outside of any time touchdown scoring prop? He's not there because, and I sort of agree that he shouldn't be there, because if you're a book, you have no idea what's going to happen. Now, for me, being close to Philadelphia and trying to listen to local beat writers, the thought process is Goddard went down. You can't replace Goddard as tight end. McCullough Jones is going to line up you know, in tight and block on a running play. But he should be the one that's actually getting those plays for Dallas Goddard, particularly in the red zone. That same, like, I don't say body type, because obviously Goddard's a bigger guy, but those same routes can be replicated by Julio Jones. It can't be replicated by, you know, Devontae Smith or anybody in the slot. I was hoping to see if they would put him at, like, a 20 number. Do you know what I mean? Where two catches basically would solidify that. We're not getting that here. Another interesting one for me is I like Jalen Hurts tonight, but I like rushing and passing yards combined here for him. It's a fun game, and we'll talk about it next. One more segment to go. Keep it right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back out at the big game tonight. Two monster games this weekend, by the way. And also, setting up the week for the people out here. We got Monday NFL football. I'm just talking NFL now at this point. Thursday, three games. Which, by the way... I'm going to enjoy those. I mean, yes, Washington's going to be on. They stink. They're going to play the Cowboys. But the other two games are quite intriguing to me because I want to get another look at the Detroit Lions now playing on Thanksgiving as an actual really good football team, which is far into everybody probably listening to this show right now. Friday, Amazon game. Is it a great one? No. But at least we won't have to see Zach Wilson again as he was benched today for good <laughs> for Tim Boyle. So we get that one. Then you have Saturday, and you have obviously – Michigan, Ohio State at noon, then a good Sunday football card. And again, it starts off tonight with Eagles in Kansas City. Awesome week all the way through. By the way, are you here tomorrow? Uh, no. No, I'm not. I'll see you Thursday. I'll see the money line. No, audience. you working Wednesday? Uh, Monday. No, certainly not. That's oh my day God. off. I'm telling you, man. This, you know what? I had to call a couple people here. It's unbelievable Listen, here. Can I, can, let, me, can, let me make this quick point here. You mentioned the Cowboys mm-hmm. playing Washington. What the hell is this Dallas Cowboys schedule? They either play yeah. one of the four best teams in the NFL or the worst teams I've ever yes. seen in my Correct. entire life. Like They have Correct. one game against like an average team in the L.A. Chargers, and like they won by three. Like, can we just, I don't even want to see, like, Dallas against Kansas City or Buffalo. Like, I can't wait for when they play Miami. That's going to be a great, great football game. By the way, let's put this back in the focus for Carolina Panthers fans. There's no worse feeling knowing you had the top pick and whiffed on that, and the yeah. second pick is actually a guy that could be in, like, an MVP candidate. And also, you can't even say, like, well, hey, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. We can keep Bryce Young and just absolutely reload with an unbelievable amount of draft picks you get for number one and go, oh, no, we don't even have that pick. What a disaster. Here's what's even worse, Donnie, and I know Carolina fans feel this, is here's how they go, you know why I'm not upset we didn't draft CJ? It's because he would look the same as Bryce did if we took him. <laughs> yeah, geez. When you blame your whole organization. Oh, that's good. You know what? Yeah, he would have stunk here, so I don't even care. Bryce Young would have been killing it down for the Correct. Texans. I'm not so sure. He looks phenomenal, man. But that is it for the show today. Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs tonight for JP behind the wheels of steel. Down the and Kevin Walsh tomorrow. At least I'll be here. So join me right here on Moneyline. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.